0: What's up? What it do? Hope everything is great for you. Everything is great for me. Not in the recording studio today. I'm doing this podcast off my phone today. So uh, I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you downloading and uh, supporting my podcast. Clarence Sports Talkative of Jones, you know, the routine. Follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back at underscore Clarence Jones, Instagram underscore Clarence Jones website, CJ YouTube channel, Clarence Jones Sports Media. Welcome to episode 86, Maya Moore. Okay, I decided to dedicate this podcast to Maya Moore. If you didn't know, you know now. She announced her retirement this week. And uh, when I thought about it, when I heard about it, I was like, I got to talk about Maya Moore. When I hear Maya Moore's name, when I think of Maya Moore, I think of a female athlete that's above and beyond a basketball player, you know what she's done on the court, the things she's done off the court. It makes it, you know, just obvious. It's simple, above and beyond a basketball player. You know, we can only think about, man. You know, what if we had the opportunity to, you know, be able to live out some of, us, you know, our dreams, not if not all our dreams, some of our dreams. But Maya Moore was able to live her dream on the court and off the court. And um, you know, let's talk about it, okay? Um, Not only should Maya Moore be considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest W.A. player of all time, you know, because, you know, you, we have debates. We talk W.N.B.A., you know, Lisa Leslie, you know, the list goes on. Cheryl Swoops, you know, hey, I can go all day. OK, but when we talk in Maya Moore, we can make the argument that she needs to be in your top five when you, you know, we talk in W.N.B.A., um, you know, if not number one. And I'm going to step a little higher and say the greatest female athlete of all time, Maya Moore, deserves to be in that discussion with the Serena Williams, you know, Clarissa Shields, you know, many other great, you know, many other great women athletes that, you know, have, you know, put on amazing performances and won numerous championships, uh, you know, got impressive stats. We can put Maya Moore, you know, in that top five category, if not one, when it comes to greatest female athlete of all time, along with WNBA player of all time falls the greatest. So that's where I stand with Maya Moore. We um, you know we can get into it. Four-time WNBA champion, 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017 from the Minnesota Lynx. That's a dynasty. You know, Maya Moore came in the NBA, what, 2011, first, uh, first round pick, first round you know, got drafted by the Minnesota Lynx. We can even go back to college. You know, UConn, her her UConn days was crazy. <laughs> I can remember growing up as a kid. I'm 32 now, okay, by the way. I'm, I'm 32, but I can remember growing up watching UConn games and just watching that number 23. Like, man, she's, she's you know what I'm saying? She's balling out there. You know what I'm saying? And what I like about Maya Moore is she wore number 23 Right. You know, like there are some people in sports we like. Ah, they 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 don't deserve twenty three, okay. But that was never the case with Maya Moore. She wore twenty three well. She rocked it, and uh, she you know she represented Michael Jordan very well. I mean, we all know when we see twenty three, that's the first athlete that coming our mind is Michael Jordan. So uh, I thought Maya Moore, uh, rocked that number very well. You know, what I'm saying four time NBA champion, 2014 MVP. All right, let that sink in. Six-time All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP. And by the way, the WNBA All-Star games, they really do compete. So don't get it in your head like, oh, man, the WNBA, just like the NBA All-Star, they don't really be playing for real. No, these ladies, WNBA All-Star game, they be playing for real. So for Maya Moore to get this award, not one time, not two times, but three times, that's impressive. That's amazing. Okay, two-time Olympic gold uh, medal champion. The list goes on. Average 18.4 points per game. You know what I'm saying? In seven seasons. Come on now. 271 total games played. You got to love it. Okay. And it's definitely first ballot Hall of Fame. It should be no and if buts about it. Maya Moore is is definitely a Hall of Fame written all over her legacy. You know, what I'm saying we shouldn't be having no doubts or nothing like that, you know, to get all this accomplished in seven seasons. Wow. You know, her last game she played was in twenty eighteen. And, um, you know, once twenty nineteen hit, she decided to take a break. OK, she decided to take a break and focus on justice system, focus on ministry and outreach um, and focus on, you know, freeing lives. OK, Jonathan Iron. That was Maya Moore's focus, along with outreach and ministry, justice system, and she got the job done. Okay, Jonathan Irons is now Maya Moore's husband. Okay, they got married. Uh, Maya Moore became a mother in July of twenty twenty two. You know, and she's heavy on social justice, heavy with the justice system. You know, outreaching, you know, ministry is very important to her and she's doing a great job at that you know Maya Moore started this doing her career you know i mean to be able to maintain to be an athlete and you know stick to commitment of outreach ministry you know justice system social justice you know challenging the system fighting the system trying to free lives it's just amazing you know and Jonathan Irons is you know her husband who uh she really put in time, effort, and commitment to making sure this man was free. Okay. Jonathan Iron was falsely convicted for a burglary that took place in 1998. All right. The burglary included someone being shot inside the home. Um, He was falsely accused. He was arrested at the age of 16. He was charged as an adult. Okay. And his sentence was 50 years at the age of 16. Maya Moore knew about this case uh, when she was 18. Okay. When she was 18, she knew about this case and she found out about this case through her family. Her family is uh, very committed to prison ministry. Okay. They very committed to prison ministry, uh, outreach and community. Once Maya Moore learned about it, she stuck to her words. She took a break from the WNBA and did what she had to do to free Jonathan Irons, okay, her husband at the time was her friend. And throughout this whole journey, because he served 23 years, okay, Jonathan served 23 years, all right, he was released from uh, prison on July 1st, July 2nd of uh, 2020. Okay, he was released from prison, yeah, July 1st, July 2nd of 2020. So he did 23 years, you know. And not, you know, to, you know, compare it because it's definitely not a good comparison, but it just, it's it just kind of like, wow, shocking, you know, Maya Moore Ward number 23, uh, Jonathan Irons, her, you know, who is now her husband served 23 years. And, um, it just, man, you know, it's just something that just be like, wow. But this is just amazing what she've done. You know, she helped free Jonathan Irons. Okay. Again, being wrongfully convicted, serving, you know, 50 years, OK, that was his sentence. And it was what I like most about this story was they, they was able to build a connection. OK, he'd done 23 years. They was able to build a connection through talking and, and, and you know, letting him know, you know, Maya Moore letting him know, hey, I got you. You know, this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. This is what I'm doing. This is what my team is doing. And Jonathan to be so loyal and, you know, have faith and have hope that Maya Moore, who was his friend at the time, was going to get it done. And she got it done. And it's crazy how, you know, the story goes from her knowing about Jonathan Irish case at the age of 18, you know, and to her just taking a break from the WNBA, putting, you know, outreach ministry, you know, to use social justice, fighting the system, you know, looking for justice, trying to free Jonathan. And she done all that in a matter of time, you know, and it just amazing. It's just amazing. It's a beautiful story. And uh, this story definitely deserves a movie. You know, Jonathan and and Maya Moore deserves a movie because this is what needs to be seen on the screen. And it's just amazing how they was able to get this accomplished. You know, once Maya Moore found about it, like I said, she had to take a break. And the lady, think about this. She put her career on the line for this. So it just goes to show us that we can do multiple things at once. We don't have to stick to one thing. If it's something else that we want to do, that we know we committed to, that we know that you know we can do, let's do it. OK. I, I can remember hearing the news about Maya Moore taking a break. And I was like, man, you know uh, why? You know, I, I like seeing a play. But once I found out why she was taking a break to show commitment to a ministry, you know, to outreach and ministry justice, you know, trying to free people that's wrongfully convicted, wrongfully accused, being mistreated by the justice system. She had my hundred percent support, you know, because at the time we need people like that, that had these platforms to help us out. 2019, when, when was you know, she took a break, we still had things going on in the world that we needed people to use the platform for and help us out. OK, and Maya Moore, that's what she stood for. And it just uh it just amazing. That's why I say when it comes to Maya Moore, it's above and beyond the basketball player. It's above and beyond the basketball player to see her fighting to free. People and it's just not black people, it's black people, white people. Don't matter what color you are orange, red, yellow, pink, gender. Don't matter what gender you are, don't matter what race you are. Maya Moore is standing tall to free people all over the world in the world that's been wrongfully convicted, wrongfully accused you know, people that's being mistreated by the justice system. Okay, and also what I like is she didn't just stop with her friend now, husband Jonathan Irons. Okay, her and Jonathan Irons now have. You know, that activist platform, they're they're activists and they're they're helping people be free. People that's wrongfully con- you know convicted and wrongfully accused like Jonathan was accused. They have an activist program going on where they helping people be free. Like I say, it ain't about color with Maya Moore and Jonathan. They helping anybody. OK. And everybody. And that's what I love about it. She didn't just stop. OK, my friend, my husband is now free so I can just chill. I don't have to do anything. No. Ministry, outreach, fighting justice system, you know what I'm saying, social justice, that's in her body, that's in her DNA, it's in Jonathan's DNA, and I'm happy that they able to display it to the world and give back and help the world, because there's numerous, there's millions of people right now locked up, wrongfully convicted, wrongfully accused, there's millions of people getting mistreated by the justice system every single day, okay, so to see her and her husband take that platform and use it to free others. It's amazing. We got to love it. That's why Maya, you know, it just like, man, Maya Moore is just, it's it's beyond just a basketball player. I can't just think of Maya Moore as just oh basketball player. You know what I'm saying? I'd be wrong if I'm looking at her in that way. Okay. Just amazing. You know, stepping away from basketball in 2019 to focus on ministry and outreach, you know, focus on criminal justice. You know, freeing her husband who served 23 years. I mean, just let that sink in. You know, they were able to come friends through this 23 years, you know, that that he did. They was able to build a connection. It's a story that I hope someday we can be able to see on the big screen. You know, to be able to come activists, help people that's been wrongfully accused. I mean, come on. It's beyond basketball player for Maya amours. That's why I'm like, when we're talking greatest athlete of all time, uh, greatest woman athlete of all time. Our greatest athlete of all time, period. We shouldn't just always go off stats and championships and, oh, this, you know, she broke the record and all. Because, think but let's be real. If Miami Moore did all this success in seven seasons, okay, imagine if she didn't step away from the game. She could have had numerous championships. She could have been more than just a four-time WNBA champion. She could have had more medals, had more all-star appearances, but the picture was bigger than her career okay so when we think of Maya Moore that just not focus on all the things she's done for the WNBA that's look what she's doing for the world saving communities saving everybody black white pink yellow brown orange all genders all races think about what she's doing that's what make it bigger than just championships records all-star appearances how many points she had you know what I'm saying no disrespect but I don't even care about that you know side of her because she's doing something bigger. She's saving lives. She's helping lives. She's freeing people, helping families, giving families hope. That's what I love. That's why it's above and beyond a basketball player for me when it comes to Maya Moore. Okay. And I just can't wait to see what they do moving forward. I really hope this uh, turned into a movie. You know what I'm saying? Just hearing the story, you know, Jonathan Irons wrongfully you know, convicted, was sentenced at the age of 16 you know what I'm saying? And and it just like wowed me. It wows me. Like, man, this story is just so amazing. You know, you can't make this up. This is based on a true story. Okay? So that's why, like I said, when we think of Maya more, well, let's think about those things too. And, and let's think about ourselves. Okay? Let's think about ourselves things that we can do. You know, things that we may want to do. Let's consider at times taking a break, doing something different. You know, because we all have that second or third thing that we're passionate about, just like Maya Moore was passionate about ministry and outreach, you know, justice system, freeing people that was wrongfully accused, people that's being mistreated in the justice system. We all have that second or third thing we want to do. Let's do it. Okay. Even if it means taking a break from something we really love. Now, I'm telling you, Maya Moore, she really loved the game of basketball. Okay. I'm sure she's been playing basketball her whole life. All right. All right. But what we're just finding out a few years ago now, those that don't know Maya Moore, like myself and many others, she has a passion. She has a heart and desire for outreach and ministry, okay? Fighting the justice system, freeing lives, you know what I'm saying? Making things better for families, freeing people, letting other people know, hey, it don't have to be that way. Have hope, don't lose hope, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, man, it just... The story just like, wow, you know, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing uh, Jonathan's Irish name. I know it's Jonathan, but I'm not sure it's uh, I-R-O-N-S, but I'm just happy the man is free. Uh, Like I said, he's been free uh, July 1st, July 2nd of 2020. Some articles say the first, some articles say the second of July 2020. But all I know is the man is free and um, we owe it all to God. And we owe it to Maya Moore and her team for fighting and, and, you know, making this uh, known and, you know, using the platform in the right way and encouraging people all over the world. Like, hey, you don't have to just, you know, suffer. All right. Change can be happening. Change can be made and change will be made. And that's what Maya Moore proved. So that's why when we talk in greatest woman athlete of all time, our greatest athlete, our WNBA player, let's not forget what she's done on the court and off the court let's combine that uh, because think about it. a lot of time when it comes to these athletes you know it's above and beyond for me because we don't expect a lot of athletes to go above and beyond meaning do something outside of oh playing a game shooting a jump shot throwing a football hitting a baseball you know we don't expect athletes to go above and beyond when they do I thank them I appreciate them I love them for that you don't hear me complaining about shut up and dribble like the lady that came at LeBron I don't even know her name you know what I'm saying? Came at LeBron, oh, sh- shut up and dribble. Or if if, if athletes want to, you know, talk about something on social media that's bothering them, or they want to present something to the world on the basketball court, or on the football field, or on the baseball field, I'm all for it. Okay? Because who, who, who are us to say, oh, they don't supposed to be thinking about this. Oh, they ain't living that life. They shouldn't be talking about it. They should be helping. No, they can do what the hell they want. We can't always expect athletes just to be athletes. Athletes have feelings. Athletes have emotions. They have connections and they have things they want to do outside of shooting a basketball. OK, or running with a football, or throwing a football, or hitting a baseball or kicking a soccer ball. They have more things they want to do in life. We can't always expect them just to be the athlete. That's the problem. We hold the athletes too high. They can cry. They can take a break. It's OK. It's OK. They can retire early and focus on something else that they want to do. We shouldn't criticize athletes and judge them because we're the same way. Of course, we're not in that platform as they are, but we can't judge them when they want to take a break and do something more bigger. And that's what Maya Moore did. It was something bigger than a game of basketball. If she can do it, then why can't we? Why can't we be different? Let's not be afraid to be different because she wasn't afraid. All right, it's above and beyond. It's always above and beyond when I think of Maya Moore. Okay, before I close out, I want to say congratulations and shout out to Simone Augustus, earning a statue outside of LSU Stadium, Pete Maverick Assembly Center. Amazing. Uh, She also played with Maya Moore doing those Minnesota Link Championship runs. But to hear that, you know, Simone Augustus now have, a statue outside of LSU stadium. Wow. Pete Maverick Assembly Center. It's just great. This goes to show you women make things happen also in sports. Okay, it's it's cool. I love it. Just to hear that, wow, a statue is outside. You know what I'm saying? When when you go to an LSU game or you know you watch it on TV and they show outside of the stadium, you're going to see some on Augustus. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that should be uh definitely uh, talked about as well. So shout out to Simona Gustas again. Like I say, if you don't remember her, she played uh, with Maya Moore doing those championship runs. And I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that before I close on out. All right. But that's all I got for you. Okay. Let's just keep in mind of the, you know, what I talk about today and you know, let's not always hold athletes too accountable to just playing the sport. They have bigger things that they want to do. Maya Morris, you know, example, she had things that she needed to do that she wanted to do. She was able to balance being a basketball player along with having a mission for outreach and ministry, fighting justice system, social justice work, put forth that effort to free her friend, now husband, be able to become a mother, retire from the game on top, seven seasons, first ballot, a Hall of Famer. I love it. I love it. I love it. Above and beyond basketball player, Maya Moore. Uh, be on the lookout for my blog, uh, NFL uh, playoffs, divisional round. I'm putting scores together. I'm going to knock that out and uh, give you my scores and give you my thoughts on how I think the game is going to go. All that, you know, give you my prediction. It's going to be fun. Uh, I did pretty great last week. I went five and one. The only game I lost uh, in, in prediction was that Buccaneers and Cowboys game, which was crazy. Oh, my God. The defense just looked bad. Uh, I mean, Dak, Dak, Dak played his tail off. He was on fire. Um, CeeDee Lamb should have never got that touchdown. I mean, how did he got that open? Nobody touched him. Nobody had him covered. It was ridiculous. Uh, that Chargers, <laughs> that Chargers and Jaguars games. How about that? How about that Chargers and Jaguar game? That was ridiculous. Coming back from twenty-seven points. Are you kidding me? Wow. Uh, that Vikings and Giants game. No surprises here. I told you, do not trust the Vikings. They'll find a way to lose the game. Come on, Kirk Cousins. What was that? Going short like that, it's fourth down. You're going to throw it short to TJ Hawkinson? Throw it deep. Find somebody. Oh, I get it. Jefferson might have been extra covered. You find somebody to get it past the first down mark. Come on. <laughs> it was crazy, okay? Super wild weekend was crazy, and I'm expecting the NFC, uh, AFC, you know, NFL, you know, divisional rounds to be crazy as well. But be on the lookout for that blog, cjsportsmedia.com slash blog. I'll be posting it between uh, today and, and Friday and uh being able to give you those scores. But last but not least, I don't want to call myself a psychic, but man, I was on the money with that Niners and Seahawks game. That was 4123. I told you the score would be 41 and 23 on my blog. And what was the score for that Niners and Seahawks game? 41 to 23. I should have been in Vegas. I should have been putting bets on Vegas. Who knows what I could have had right now. I could have been a rich man. Who knows? That's the first time ever in my prediction sports history that I was able to get both teams right with the scores. I said San Fran would have 41, they scored 41. I said Seattle would have uh 23, they got 23. <laughs> All I could think about is damn, damn, damn. I should have been in Vegas. Who knows how much money I could have had. Ah, man. So moving forward, I'm definitely going to take that and consider it. When I'm putting these scores together, I need to start putting some point spreads in, calling Vegas up, calling the Caesar Pals, like, hey, I want place to place a bet. <laughs> all right, have a great one. That's all I got. Uh, be safe. And uh, thanks again for your support, you know, for supporting Clarence Sports Talk to the Jones podcast. And uh, I look forward to seeing how these uh crazy Playoff games are going to turn out this weekend. Be on the lookout for my blog, cjsportsmedia.com slash blog. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Peace. God bless.